0: How you doing? Welcome back. It's a call-looking show. We're chilling. It's Saturday afternoon. It's a, it's a, nice, it's a nice afternoon. Good temperature. Uh, not too hot, not too cold. We're big weather guys. Mike Trout's a big weather guy. We're big weather guys.
1: Wait, hold on. How weird was that <laughs> in the All-Star game? They couldn't find one cool thing to talk about. They talked about his weather.
0: The most dry superstar in the history of any sport, If Mike you Trout.
2: If you're trying to start a conversation with a stranger, what is the first sentence that you say? Nice what? weather we're having. Mike Trout is the most generic human being on earth, and I'm kind of mad that he's the best baseball player in the world. It's hard to like him when he's like this.
1: Did you see the uh, the Manfred Trout like or Manfred Angels battle that's going on? Feud, yeah, little feud. Yeah, a little a little feud. feud we got. Well, I think Manfred's right. Trout is just like loves weather.
0: He's just a boring fuck. You dude. can't
1: you can't be exciting if you love weather. What does Bryce Harper love? Hitting fucking bombs and telling you about it. What does Mike Trout love? Maps of rain.
0: <laughs> you know what though? It's it's interesting. It's like come on, who it's doesn't? Not. I took right, meteorology in high school. It was bad.
2: I'm an astronomer. I go beyond this earth. So oh,
0: it's all right. all right. Joe, you're not. You think the earth is flat? No, I, no, I,
2: I, it's not anymore. It's all right.
0: Oh, it's not anymore. It, Maybe like last year, fifteen percent. Earth became a uh, you know a sphere like we all thought, but it glowed up. Yeah. Yeah. Gl-
2: speaking of glowing up, I walked in here today, and I all think we look very handsome. I I think that like today I don't know if it's the sun maybe Mike Trout did something to make the weather better but I think the sun shined on us and we all look a little bit more handsome than we did last time.
1: I'm gonna have to disagree, man. That's why we do radio because we look like shit. Yeah, we are ugly fucks.
2: I don't know. I I think today we all look very very dapper.
0: Okay, enough of you. So big trades going down. Uh, we 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 touched up on Manny Machado uh, in the midweek episode, so we're we're gonna we're gonna avoid that for now. Um. But there was a huge trade made, Indians, Padres. We have a a big prospect getting shipped to San Diego, Francisco Mejia, the number one prospect according to MLB and just about any other prospect ranking. I believe they had him at 15. And then the Indians receive Adam Simber and Brad Hand, who if you go back to episode three, I said the Indians should go after him. So I'm not saying I told you so, but I'm saying, you know, I told you. So... I really love this trade because the Indians needed a lefty out of the bullpen. They needed depth. They got two good relief pitchers. Now, Joe, what do you think, though? Well,
2: hopefully this trade works out for the Indians, or they'll be saying Simber, as in
1: Timber, right? <laughs> Anyways. Um, Joe, this is just another example of your ridiculous jokes. This is the pun of the week. The, it needs to happen every week. You came up with a name for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe you came up with a name for it.
2: Well, it, it's coming back every week now. But Francisco Mejia, uh, I was surprised that Brad Hand's like a really good reliever and they needed him to win the World Series this year. And the Indians are obviously in win-now mode. But dealing a prospect like that that has that much potential could be problematic in the future, don't you think?
0: Well, the reason that it, it bothered me at first, I saw it, I was like, whoa, wait a second, they gave up you know, the number one guy. But they have Jan Gomes locked up for the next three or four years. They have Roberto Perez locked up for one year after that. So, your catcher spot was already filled in. And it's not like Jan Gomes is old. I think he's 28, 27, something like that. So, it's not like he's past his prime. He's a great defensive catcher. He made the all-star team this year. He was a replacement, but he's... Average hitter, you know, yeah, he's, but he's a catcher. Yeah, he's, he's an average hitter, but as a catcher, it enhances that. And the Indians pitching staff under him has been brilliant the last three years. I love the fact that the Indians went for it. Make a splash... Go it, go at it, show the Yankees, the Astros and the Red Sox that you're not just going to sit back and let them take over and you're gonna actually make a push. Yeah
2: because it's so easy to have like to forget that like when you're dealing these prospects, your ultimate goal is to win the World Series right. And no matter what you do to get to that point, even if you deal every single prospect in your organization, winning the World Series is the ultimate goal. So even if you do that once, that's the goal, and that's what you should always be working towards, even if it costs you your best prospect.
0: You want to hear something funny? Kyle's sitting right here. Let's hear what you got to think, Kyle.
1: All right. So the prospect was a big it was a big loss. I'm not gonna lie to you. Brad Hand is a huge get, and the only question that I had about the trade was, um, what do you do with Cody Allen and Andrew Miller? Does does Hand become the closer? Because when the Nats got Kinsler last year and Doolittle and Madsen, they didn't put Kinsler immediately at closer because like he was a closer for the Twins and. He was a top five closer in the league before he got traded. Surprisingly, his first year ever. I mean, they didn't put him there. And now you have Cody Allen, who is struggling. Andrew Miller, who's coming off a second DL stint, who's struggling. That reminds me, I got to pick him up on fantasy. Um, and what do you do now? Because I think that now it's finally time to give Andrew Miller his, his moment as the closer. Cody Allen comes out, give Miller. So it'll be Allen
0: Miller hand. Right. Um,. Well, the, yeah, no, I know what you mean you meant you meant uh, Hand Miller. I got you though. Miller Paul has Miller has closer. had
2: just as many struggles this year though as Cody Allen.
0: Listen, I I I feel like I have a pretty decent understanding of what the Indians are thinking. They know at the end of the season, Cody Allen and Andrew Miller are free agents. Odds are, small market team they're not retaining them. Brad Brad Hand has three years of control left, and uh, Adam Simber does two. Actually, I think he has four. So. They got their, their long term guys for giving up that prospect, yes, but they enhanced their bullpen for the next three years, opening their window just a little bit longer. And it, Cody Allen's playing himself out of a big contract, so he could be back with the Indians next year. So their thinking is yeah, we lose our top guy or our top young guy, but we gain way more in, in the long haul if you look at it because we have enough offense, we have enough you know, position players. We don't necessarily need another one.
1: What's gonna happen is is that they're gonna take Cody Allen out of the closer role. Either Hand or Miller's gonna go in. At this point, I really don't think it matters. But if Miller goes in, he gets his confidence back. If Allen goes down in the in the rotation, he'll get his confidence back because he's not in a high pressure situation. And now the Indians have one of the best bullpens in the entire league.
0: Probably one of the best pitching staffs, if you just top to bottom. Yeah, you're right. They they and offense is nothing to slouch at they have two guys who are potential mvp candidates they're they're legit like that's you everyone was quick to forget them because they started off slow and they're in the worst fucking division but october comes you got terry francona you got that pitching staff you got that you know that offense they can make noise yeah they're a threat yeah all right we have uh we're, we're doing something oh actually you know what i, I just remembered uh familia for the Mets. Um, he is getting traded, but we don't really know Mystery where. team. It, let, yeah, let Joe explain it. Yeah, you so, might know better.
2: So the word familiar right now is that he's not playing today. Uh, we're recording on Saturday. He's not playing today. He didn't play last night. His jersey is not in his locker anymore. He There's no deal that's done, but it's been confirmed by a couple sources, not Ken Rosenthal, which is always the big one, that he's getting traded to an unknown mystery team. I actually saw Ken tweet
1: about Familia saying that he was, it was like a confirmed trade, but with an unknown team. Right.
2: So the trade, apparently, there's something holding up the trade that we don't know of yet. But Familia, it hasn't been traded yet. I don't even know if he's at Yankee Stadium, which is where the Mets are playing today, because his jersey's not there, which is just really weird. But regardless, it looks like Familia's on the move. And from a Mets fan's perspective, totally, totally fine with that.
1: I feel like it's a see you later
2: situation. Yeah, exactly.
0: So I'm. Is this not the most Mets thing ever? Like we, we we're traded a guy but we don't really know where. We're we're just we're kinda like, well, whatever. We'll just it's like him. one of those
2: like late night calls that like you make and you're like, Hey, uh, what's going on? And you're like, Who's this? Text. Like you like you don't wanna know who it is, but like you know somebody's intrigued, so they're like, All right, we'll give you a guy named blah blah and then we'll throw you some cash on the way too. And as soon as the Will Ponds hear cash, they go, Whoa, oh,
0: oh, oh Minaya sent that you up text to some GM and the, obviously they talked and it worked out but i and you know what i'm sick of talking about the mets no, no. i got
1: I i have one more thing i say right, right, familia's yeah. been a great closer like throughout the years but he had like the mets bullpen has just overall been so pitiful abysmal so 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 bad they've blown so many so many leads that i i can't i don't even know where to start and mets fans it, are familia did as well and i think that was only because he was in a bad spot i think that if familia goes to a decent team he could be like – I think he was top 10 closer besides, you know, like the the stints of injuries and post injuries and pre-injuries. And, and that World Series. If he goes, That's the thing. If, that, he, if he goes to a team that is good, he'll be back to top five.
2: Yeah. The biggest thing about why the Mets just want to forget about Familia is 2015. Some of them weren't his fault, but he blew all four games that we lost in the World Series. That's unforgivable. Yeah. You can't do that and be beloved by Mets fans. I'm happy with whatever the haul we're going to get for Familia is. That's where my be, mindset is. I mean
0: – if you look at Brad Hand, you're like, "Oh wow, we can get a top fifteen prospect for you know a, a good closer." Right,
2: and you could argue that Familia is—I think he's younger and he has more potential than Brad Hand. So,
1: yeah, but I he's think, not as proven as Brad. Yeah, Hand.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Brad Hand has shown the past few years that no matter what, he's he's been pretty reliable. I think
1: uh, two All-Star games in a row, Brad Hand has thrown perfect
0: innings. So, what a guy! I mean, hey, last night he comes in for the Indians, gives up a fucking home run his first Oh, out-bat. did he? He, he pitched yeah. already? He pitched and he gave up a home run to Joey Gallo in the first battery finish. Oh, I love it my was, man Joey it, Gallo, it was, man. It was unbelievable. Like, but you know what? Better days are coming. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm still—
1: We I got to talk about something.
0: So now the Mets made a trade.
1: The Indians made a trade. Only one team left in this room to make Calvin a Kelvin Herrera. No, Kelvin I'm Herrera, Herrera was, a, was a shot off the bow, we're coming for you, trade. It was not the final movement. I got it. You, you, know, get, you guys saw what happened with Scherzer
0: and Strasburg last Strasburg's game. getting traded. That's what's happening. He might be
1: selling. Like, he yeah,
0: wants them to make a I trade, say. but they might they're be selling. 500. <laughs> they might, like, well, you know they're trading, like, Matt Adams, because, like.
1: Dude, Matt Adams is not being traded. <laughs> no one's being traded. I'm it's, moving. It's, move on. Yeah, Let's talk about, we didn't talk about Machado, though. He had his first game
0: last Yeah, I, I mean. Give a couple he, minutes to my man, Manny. You got to a hit. Man yeah, he went two for three. He went two, two for walks. three. Oh yeah, no, good for him. Me, I mean,
1: let me read to you the the Dodgers lineup right now. And yeah. prior to them getting Machado, I was like, okay, yeah, that fits really well. You know, the Dodgers will be better, but I didn't understand the magnitude of how much better their lineup gets. Ready?
0: But no, right, yeah, read just it. R- wait, yep, for this. read it. Go. Uh,
1: Peterson, Justin Turner, Manny Machado, Max Muncie, Matt Kemp, Cody Bellinger, Grandal, Taylor, Kershaw. Now think about that. Cody Bellinger is batting six. Rookie of the year last year, hit forty home runs. And the thing about the Dodgers
2: is, as soon as we look at their lineup, if the general baseball fan, we kind of talked about this uh, in the mound visit, but the general baseball fan would see names like Max Muncy, Jock Peterson, wouldn't know that they're difference makers, and Matt Kemp too. But these guys have been difference makers this year. Matt they're Kemp's, all having good years. Matt
0: Kemp's MVP caliber, like r- as crazy as it sounds, he is like he's up there.
1: So I'm ready to say that the Dodgers make it back to the NLCS, not like at least the NLCS, and they may go to the World Series. Who said this a month and a half ago, at least? Joe, what are you, a Dodgers hipster, dude? Yeah. Great. Cool. They just got Manny Machado. If they didn't get Machado, I wouldn't have said that. They're still, they were above in the division before they got Manny Machado. But, the Dodgers are a good team. Yeah, now they're really, they're, I just told you, I read the lineup and I didn't understand how disgusting that lineup is.
0: I don't know, dude. You give me an upstart team, Phillies or Braves, going against them. I would love to see it because you got the old guard versus the new guard.
1: I think don't the Dodgers would play? They wouldn't play either of those teams in the. No,
0: because well, the Dodgers, those are the two and three seeds. Because the Cubs are probably going to lock up the first one, and so they're going to play that wild card. No, team. the
2: Cubs are winning their division. Yeah, the Cubs, I don't I mean. think the that's Brewers I mean. are even going to make the playoffs. But
0: that's what I mean. The Cubs are going to have that wild card team. They're going to. They're going to be the one. No, the Cubs. Playing. Cubs
1: will play the East team probably, just because. Both divisions aren't as good as the Dodgers. But that's not... If
0: if the Cubs have the best record, they will get the Wildcats. I don't Cubs think they're going to have the best record. So you think the Dodgers are? Yeah. Wow. I'd, wow. What know. a 180. Dude, you just no, I- flipped the script on everyone.
2: Pretenders and Contenders was about, what, four weeks ago? And both of you looked at me and you said the Dodgers are pretenders. I
0: still think they are. I don't buy the Dodgers. They are the biggest choke artists. Play the Cardinals in the playoffs, and you will lose. It's a guarantee. Clayton Kershaw will literally poop his pants on the mound, Paul and Archie Bradley, and he won't do well. Last year, he put that to bed. He put to bed the idea that he wasn't good in the playoffs. He put it to bed. And then he choked in Game 7. Actually, no, he didn't, because they weren't even in the game when he went. He didn't choke in Game so. 7.
1: He pitched the entire playoffs well, and they lost to a great Astros team. I'm I'm bullish on the Dodgers. You get... you. I mean, they were they were bad before. It was just a lull. They're they're back. I don't. I think it's going to be uh, Cubs in the East team again, and then it'll be Dodgers, probably either Brewers or Phillies or Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks would be that way. Cubs. Either are, Diamondbacks or Rockies.
0: Cubs are winning their division. Right. They wouldn't play the sorry. They the, play in NLCS. NLCS, yeah. NLCS is
2: Dodgers Cubs. I'll say that right. Yeah, now. Yeah. So that
1: happened last year. You don't know year. that. You don't know that. That happened last year and the year before, and like. I, I'm here saying I think it's going to happen again. And the
2: only thing that's changed is they've switched you Darvishes, which is advantage Dodgers, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Manny Machado.
1: Think about that story. They flipped Darvish. They didn't even flip They lost Darvish, right? And now they got better for it, and they're going to play the team that he went to, and they're going to win because they don't have
0: him. All right. Probably. <laughs> okay. Go so Dodgers. It is officially trade trading season. In the MLB, and it's it's really awesome because a lot of turnover that you see. The bad teams are getting worse. The good teams are getting better. I'm hot it's, and bothered
1: about it. I'm I'm loving it.
0: Yeah, Trade yeah, deadline yeah. season is the oh, best season. It's oh, it's awesome. I I mean, you can really start seeing like, all right, these guys are making a push for that World Series. So that's you know, getting into that postseason mode. We got a little uh, a little you know, starting five for you. Here we go. Top five, we're going to sneak it, we're going to do what we did last time. Top five most clutch players of all time. Now, these can be pitchers or hitters. We'll start with Scaff. Yep, you got the number one pick. Then we're going to Joe, then me, and then we're going to loop back around. Scaff, start us off.
1: Number one pick in the top five clutches players in the
0: playoffs draft,
1: Madison Bumgarner.
0: Oh, wow. That's good. Easy pick.
2: Okay, uh number two, I gotta go the Jeet man, and not the foreign exchange student Jeet. Derek Jeter. Right, not yeah, okay. not Jeet that hurt our audio a couple weeks <laughs> yeah. ago. Derek Jeter. The I mean Mr. November, right? I mean that I mean I could have picked Mr. October, but if he's still on the board, he's my second pick. But Mr. November, man, you can't go wrong with Jeter. Come on. Right.
1: That's a great pick. I'll
0: give you that. You two right here, back to back, and I'm pumped that they're there. David Ortiz, easy. Number like come on. Did you see Damn that it. home run he hit against the Tigers in the, to go to that World Series? That was awesome. Bad route by that how guy.
2: About,
1: but how whatever. about the Yankees series when he hit the the grand slam
0: or the the game winning home run? All right. So uh, exactly, David Ortiz speaks for himself. And then another one that how could you guys like Mariano Rivera? Let's go. No, no, he blew World Series. Okay, so. he blew one World Series and also won five more. So it's I'll tough to give a closer like the. Cl- I mean, closers like have the clutch gene. No matter what. I guess you could put him. Dude, Mariano Rivera. We don't, it's not just postseason, though. Mariano Rivera is one of the most clutch players of all time. Yeah, no doubt. But still, so, he's a
1: closer, and that's how, what he's supposed to do. If he wasn't, he'd be one of the worst players of all time. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, Mariano Rivera, one of the worst players ever. That's okay. not what I said. <laughs> all right, Joe, we're uh, moving back.
2: I'll go with the original Mr. October. Reggie Jackson, come on, baby. Like I, it, like I, I, know, I know it's a little bit before our time, but the guy was a stud. I mean, three home runs in a game. Come on. Reggie Jackson, man.
1: All right. I um, got two. I got two. Yeah. Damn
0: it. Top of your head. Let's go.
1: Got to be Daniel Murphy, David Freeze. Easy. Daniel Murphy with the Mets run in 2015. He did let me down last year, though. I'm not going to lie. He had the worst NLDS for the Nats ever, I think. But that 2015 run, and then David Freeze, Cardinals hit that triple, tie the
0: game, and then walk-off homer.
1: That was game 6, right? Yeah,
0: it was game 6. That that they were right they were one out away. He had two strikes on him and he hit that, you know, Nelson Cruz can't feel the fucking fly ball, but
2: I mean that's still to this day. I mean the Cubs Indians was close, but I think that is probably the greatest World Series of all time.
0: Yeah, that that was a wild ride. I mean there that, that honestly the past like 5 out of the last like 7 World Series, we'll say, have been really really fantastic. Good, really really good. All right, Joe, on to you. Uh
2: I'll take I'll take Shane Victorino next. Uh, that run, he had actually a couple with the Yankees. He had a little bit of a run. He never played for the Yankees. Uh, yeah, he did.
0: He played for the Red Sox.
2: No, he played for the Yankees. Shane Victorino. Yes, Shane Victorino played for the Yankees. No, he did not. Yes, he did. When? No, he didn't, In like 2012 or something like that. played for the Red
0: Sox.
1: Shane Victorino played center field for the Red Sox. Yeah,
0: dude, he was not, never, I don't think he was ever on the Yankees.
1: Yes, he was.
0: Joey, all right, we're fact-checking it right now. Um... Maybe you're right. There's, like, a little bit of me is, like, maybe I saw that. But I remember him being on the Red Sox in 2013 when they won. So you're wrong. Um, Apologize right but now. But he did have he did win two World Series. So a good pick, but you're just an idiot.
2: Who was the guy on the Yankees in, like, 2009? Raul yeah,
0: Ibanez is who you're thinking. That was about. who
2: it was. Fucking Raul Ibanez, yeah. All
0: right, so Joe's an idiot. But Shane Victorino is actually a solid pick, so I can't hate on him. I can hate on him, Joe. I can't hate on Shane Victorino. Anyway, um, my pick, Andy Pettit, love the lefty. Um, you know I'm a big, I'm a big lefty guy. But most playoff wins in Yankees history, I he's up there in in postseason history. So he, you know, speaks for himself. He won, he won a lot of World Series. Now the next one, this is where it gets interesting because now you're out of those those guys that are like performance difference makers, and now you're trying to find that that next level guys who are who maybe gave you a great run. I'm going to go, I think I'm just going to go Raj Davis because he hit that home run for the Indians, and watching that was, oh, yeah, yeah. He, that home run made me want to believe that the Indians could win, and then they ripped my heart out. So, Raj, thanks.
1: He's a Connecticut guy, too.
0: Yeah, 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 he's from Connecticut. So, I'm I'm going homer pick on, on Raj I. Davis for literally one hit. Joe.
2: Fair enough. Uh, Joe Carter was his name? The Blue Jays guy.
0: Grand Slam in the World Grand Series. Grand Slam in the World
2: Series to win it. Yep. I mean, that's the clutchest moment. One of the clutchest moments in baseball history, right? So, I mean, I got to give it to that guy for my last pick, right?
0: Yeah. No, no, you got one more after this. We're doing five.
1: You left a huge name on the board. Aaron Boone. Oh! Talk about a big playoff moment. One of the clutchest moments in history. I
2: mean, he got hired for that moment.
1: Literally, his only his job, to his resume came and said, You're welcome.
0: Yeah, it said... Two thousand three, I still haven't forgotten.
1: Uh my second guy is gonna be Jason Wirth for one moment. NLDS game four, uh in twenty twelve. He had a walk off home run in national stadium to force a game five. Obviously you know how that ended up in the series, but it was an incredible moment.
0: Yeah, I mean he's a world series champ too. He's 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 been there. He's been around the block. That was my that was my favorite nationals moment, probably. Right. I mean, it's hard. It's, you know, watching your playoff team. That's your the only team. Nationals moment, right. I think. That's, like, the only happy moment a Nationals fan's ever had because NLCSs just don't happen. So, all right, you can hit on the Nationals all day. It's too easy. Um, Joe. Last guy, uh, Roy Holiday. Roy Hall. Oh, I like that. So, now you go Roy Holiday, who threw in the no-hitter. I'm going to go with
2: Cliff Lee. Tell me you're going Cliff Lee. I'm
0: not going Cliff Lee, but Cliff Lee did have a great run. Yeah, I know he did. I'm going to go Don Larson. And, and for those of you, Don Larson's an old one. I think he was in his 40s and 50s he pitched. Um, he's the only pitcher to ever throw a perfect game in the playoffs, and it just so happened to be in the World Series. So pretty hard to beat that. So Don Larson, you're on here. And I got one more, right? Or is that? No, that's five. That was my fifth.
2: Why don't you just say one it more, wasn't, pal?
0: It wasn't. That was definitely my fifth. I had Ortiz. I had um, Rivera. Rivera. I had... Pettit, Raj, and him—that's five. Fuck yeah, that's a great list. I'm pumped. Raj is a little is a little, you know, tricky, but I love it. You know, I'm here for the fun. So, well, that's—I mean—that's the list. If you like the list, if you like our lists, I think mine's the best.
1: If we missed anybody, you gotta let us oh, know. Oh yeah,
0: well yeah, please. But those lists. Getting back to that, Joe sucked. Scaff sucked. Mine was awesome.
1: No, my, I thought mine was pretty good. I had Aaron Boone. I had uh, I have Madison Bumgarner. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. You got. I mean, should we? Now the the only thing is we kind of focus a little more on um so a moment. Yeah, like it's more it's more World Series moments or uh, playoff moments slash clutch moments for guys.
2: Right. Like none of us picked Buster Posey, but his average in the playoffs is like ridiculous. I'm pretty sure it's over like 350. Right. But he's never had like that signature moment where like. Didn't he it's catch been like, two World Series? No, no, win? right, right. Like, he's caught it, but, like, he's you never had like that, like, walk-off moment? moment. Right, like, I think Joe Panic had one well, a couple of years ago.
0: You know what? And it's funny, because an honorable mention here, as ridiculous as this sounds, Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval got a big contract from the Red Sox because they were like, you know how to win World Series. And that's, I mean... That's all he's ever done because he's it's, not it's,
2: good. That's the beauty of the playoffs. One moment can literally make you millions and millions of dollars.
1: Change your career, no doubt. Honorable mention, Connor Gillespie for oh. ruining the Mets in 2016, or yep. was that 2017? Yep. No, it was 2016.
2: I 2016, I really Connor
1: Gillespie. with the, Was that a walk-off or a go-ahead? I think it was, know, go-ahead. Wait, it was a go-ahead. You know, they they know, were home. It was a go-ahead.
0: Who did it off of, Joe? Uh, Jerry's <laughs> Familia. <laughs> that's a top. Good riddance, pal. <laughs> so uh, that's going to do it. For sure us, is. I mean, you, you you know, if you like our list, I really do want you guys to, you know, come back at us and tell us who, who you thought had the best one, because I want bragging rights and I feel like mine was the best. Well, if we missed anybody. Well, yeah. Tell, and, yeah. and if we miss anyone, obviously.
2: Oh, also, um, I want to do a poll. Uh, Who's the most handsome in this room? Because no. I was I, I told that I was not the most handsome in this room. You're not. I'm pretty sure I am. My so, mom like,
0: looks away when she sees you. You see,
2: I don't know if that's true, so I'm, I'm going to put out a poll okay. of who's the most handsome. Okay. Now, we're please gonna please vote Joe Baltimore. Can we
0: just get, all right, one minute yeah, opinions. One, one minute, yeah. One minute opinions. One minute opinions. Joe, Joe, please start us.
2: Okay, so once again, every single time I talk about my endeavors at Target, it gets cut out. So I'm going to talk very smoothly so this does not get caught out, okay? Because I need to tell my grand larceny story. I have tried to tell this for about three weeks now, and every time I tell it, it doesn't go my way. So I caught a guy using fake $100 bills for worth $2,200 of items. He bought gift cards and all these other things, right? He gets arrested on the spot because I call the security guard. He calls the cops. Guy's like, this is bull. I, I work. This is American money. I work hard. Blah, blah, blah. Gets arrested, right? Sitting in jail. Bailed out of jail by himself, using counterfeit bills, comes back to a different target, uses the same counterfeit bills, <laughs> and gets arrested again. So now this guy is facing two grand larceny charges. That's almost 20, it could be 25 years in prison. And the chain reaction was started by none other than Joe Balzano.
0: You're a snitch. So that that provides the context to when Scaff said Judge Joe, because Joe, as the idiot that he is, forgot or just d- doesn't know how to speak into a microphone or whatever it is.
2: Bringing down my hammer, one hammer at a time.
0: That was the worst. That that's a punchline right there. Joe, bringing down the hammer, one hammer at a time. Okay, so I I got a, I got a nice opinion for you, and it's totally totally not relevant to anything. I fucking love the American Idiot album by Green Day. There, you could I could actually listen to that album. There are like four songs on that album that are seven minutes plus. Jesus of Suburbia is nine minutes and twenty-eight seconds. I love that fucking song. I and we're not gonna put it at the end because that would make this fucking video or this uh, podcast like an hour. But it is. Awesome. So if you have some free time, if you have ten minutes, listen to one song. Like <laughs> it's a long song. It's it, you know, but it never slows down. You're sitting there, you're just like, you know what? I am the Jesus of suburbia. And uh, you know, we just love it. We just love it here. So Scaff, you got an opinion? Nope. Alright. Nope. We don't have an opinion from Scaff.
2: Simber! Don't get caught looking, <laughs> oh boys. God.
0: One,
1: two, three, four. Bum! <laughs> she's got a smile that it seems to me reminds me of childhood memories
2: where everything was
1: as fresh as a bright blue sky
2: all right tommy you're the oldest i'm counting on you come on she's got eyes of the bluest skies as if they
1: Prado buddy. All right, all right, Alice, let's go. <laughs> flat. But it's so flat, I can't even, I don't even know, you don't even look good while you're singing. The worst thing I've ever heard. This is $1,200 a week for voice lessons, and this is what I get? Okay, I'm gonna save it with the solo. Bow, I'm